0: Welcome everyone to the Enter the Vortex podcast with Carol and Erin where we share our experiences and opinions on the metaphysical and physical aspects of life as we know it. Hi. Hello, hello. hello.
1: I'm red I'm in full on red lip season because uh, I just felt like it.
0: <laughs> yeah, meanwhile I'm sitting here in my sweater.
1: <laughs> it's a festival sweater. It's a it, not festivist, that's that's Seinfeld, isn't it?
0: <laughs> I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah I know no, it's this it says Merry Witchmas and a Blessed Yule. So it's like very fitting for it. the times.
1: I love it. I love it. I'm rocking my favorite uh, Christmas plaid um, scarf. It's like almost a blanket. If I put two together, it would be a blanket. It's great. It's <laughs>
0: fantastic. Or <laughs> er, I guess it's not a sweater. All I love of, those types of it. scarves.
1: I love feeling cloaked. So if I have a long coat sweater with long sleeves and a hoodie and then I wrap a big fluffy blanket around me or around my neck like Lenny Kravitz style I think there was I don't know if you ever saw that photo of him this is like I think five or six years ago he was legit wearing a freaking yeah. afghan as a scarf <laughs> like Lenny Kravitz you're my hero
0: <laughs> I think I remember that like it's it's a very vague memory but I remember something along the lines of that so that's it's really funny
1: yeah
0: yeah awesome yeah uh, I don't know about you but like it's been a weird week for me. It's been very busy. I've been doing lots of stuff on the business side of things. And then the last couple of days I've had a headache. So I love it. Can't figure <laughs> out what the source of it is other than like my old default of like, Oh, my back must be out. But mm-hmm. like, I think I was telling you earlier, like my back feels really good. My neck's not very tense. Like I have no idea. But as soon as we kind of hopped onto this to record today, it just seems to have disappeared.
1: Like magic. <laughs> as if like magic. Yeah, as if I'm magic. That's interesting. I also have been struggling with headaches off and on this past week, but today especially it hit me. And I was like, okay, whoa, is this gonna be like a full on migraine? No, nope, destroy and create that. Like, what's going on here? And my sinus, like right above the eyes where the eyebrow bone is, like it was just like angry i don't really know what else to explain it which kind of is a mirror for how my week has been full of anger and bs and i kind of wonder now it's like okay was i picking up on collective energy is this a psychic attack and i went through all of the like human body aspects of what could have caused my migraine is it you know my i needing caffeine am i needing a little bit of sugar is my calorie count too low have i not had enough water all of all of those like normal human things and then it's like okay well if none of those things work okay is this headache even mine yes and no okay well thanks body for the awareness let's return this to sender still didn't make a difference okay do i just need to transmute it silence quantum silence from the guys. okay what am i gonna do who knows hot shower didn't work usually like water therapy for me and the hot steamy shower in the darkness it's like the closest i get to sensory deprivation
0: <sighs> that sounds heavenly
1: yeah just letting the hot water run on my skin for a long time and then coming out of the shower beet red it's a great time (laughs) which is as long as you're using body oils afterwards and like sealing in all the moisture it's not so bad especially in the winter but that didn't work either and then about an hour and a half before we were set to record i was like dude if this doesn't like disappear within the next hour i don't know that i can like record or even form a sentence because i was literally looking at the screen to, to message you with one eye open in the dark with my screen as dim as it possibly could but I'm also wondering for me, is it eye strain? Is it, um, because like my eyes, I, I probably should be wearing glasses. <laughs> like 1.0 magnifiers or something just to make it a little easier for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this headache then, um, I laid in the dark for about an hour and then it's not like I slept or anything, but I just was like, hey, well, do I want to record this podcast? Yes. Okay, well, let's, let's go. And I got out of bed and made myself a uh, superfoods drink and I grabbed my water and I headed downstairs to paint my face. And it was starting to ease off. And I, I don't know if it's just like, I took my attention away from it so that it eased off. So I wasn't like, you know, quote unquote spinning on it or if it's actually eased off or if it was actually water and I, because I chugged some more water, it made a difference. But I do notice though this week has been like collectively heavy. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the the stuff that I was processing yesterday, energetically like and I tend to be a week ahead of the curve which is sorry for y'all listening when you listen to this it means that it's coming or it may affect you a little bit heavier. so if it does feel heavy for you like ask yourself is this even mine and if it's not then become the observer and if it is then ask what needs to surface to clear it mm-hmm. you know and for me I had to really process a lot of anger that I had been hanging on to for a few months and then I realized What was underneath my anger was actually grief. And I haven't really allowed myself a proper grieving process since all of the different losses that I've experienced since July of this year. Um, so I did some physical activity yesterday to the point where I overdid it and messed up my knee a little bit, but whatever. That's just that's just my way of doing things. And uh I do physically feel better. I feel energetically better, but I still haven't like pulled all the linchpins yet. So I'm working on it, but. It's kind of interesting that this headache showed up today, the day after, you know, when I was trying to make some strides forward. Like I, I'm doing a market in two weeks on the 18th of December here in Winnipeg, and I'm super excited about it. So I have some things that I wanna make obviously, so that I have some stock for this market. And my intention was to uh, spend my late afternoon and evening before our recording, working on some products. And this headache just took me out until literally 20 minutes before we were set to record. So.
0: and that's interesting because I had also spoken about like my week was pretty busy and I've done a lot of stuff like I feel like it should be Friday or Saturday but it's only Thursday yeah you know and and I've spent a lot of time sitting on my computer doing like I'm usually on my computer during my afternoons Mm -hmm. but I feel like I was much more like intently sitting at my computer, like sitting in awkward positions, trying to make sure I can see my screen so that I can see, you know, certain things going on and like, you know, trying to really make things line up and whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's interesting because when I tapped in today, I was like, okay, well, I need to take a break. Um, and I almost felt like I needed to, it's like, there was one thing that I needed to get done. Um, that I like, I was like, there's no compromising on this body. We have to get this done. Um, it's a non-negotiable, give me 15 minutes of like, you know, ease the headache for 15 minutes. I'll work on it. And then we can do whatever we need to do this afternoon. Um, and my intention was to sit and do like some intentional time where I just like did some journaling or, um, you know, worked on some of the stuff that's been coming up for like the courses and like things like that, like getting some of the homework done for um the program that we're in and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then I got sidetracked. Um, I set a timer with the best intentions, but then I forgot that I actually had a call scheduled at one o'clock. Oh no. So <laughs> I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it was literally like 1259. I'm like. Why is my phone telling me I should turn on do not disturb mode? I'm like, what is happening? I'm like, oh, I have a call. And so I, of course, jump onto Zoom and um I did the call. And then I was like, all right, well, now it's like, I think it was like two o'clock. And I'm like, okay, I have a few more things that I wanted to do before like, well, I was supposed to be in that 15 minutes. So I ended up doing that. And then by the time I was done, it was like 2 30. And I'm like, cool, I've got a half an hour before my child wakes up. So I didn't actually do it, so my headache continued to worsen. Um, and it's interesting mm. because I think for me too, sometimes, I don't want to say it's self-sabotage because that's not necessarily it sometimes. I think sometimes it comes on because my body needs me to remember that I am human and I need to take time mm. for human things. <laughs> like you can't constantly be on the go all the time. Yeah. Um, and then like, I think I was saying to you, like, it's usually around the time that I would start doing that, like getting the headaches that I would go back to my acupuncture. Um, mm-hmm. and I actually had an appointment today that had to get rescheduled due to an event, like something that came up for my acupuncturist. So it's just like, huh, very suspicious that today of all days I get a headache. Hmm. <laughs> so, uh, I've actually thought about
1: that too, for myself, like, is this self sabotage? Am I trying to take myself out or is something else trying to take me out? And what came up is like the question of, is this a self-punishment or is this some kind of a psychic attack in the sense of, you know, when I take a step forward to try and better myself or to promote something for my business or my market or whatever it is that I'm creating or doing. And either some family drama shows up or some other life drama shows up or I end up with a headache or like there's always, it's like. I almost wonder, am I waiting for the next shoe to drop all the time? Because like, if that's the case, can we destroy and create that? Because I, oh, I don't, yeah. I want a clear trajectory. Thank you very much. Like, I think I've gone through enough chaos in the last two to five, seven, 25, 35 years, <laughs> you know, that I would like some, some years of peace so that I can create with the collective energy instead of what's the word?
0: Fight against Work, it. Working at,
1: yeah. In resistance to it, you know, and so when I kind of took a step back and I was like okay well what else was going on this week? It's not necessarily my nutrition because my nutrition's actually been the best it has been in a long time like I have legit had five servings of vegetables today plus my superfood shake plus some delicious um I want to say magic mushrooms, but not actual magic mushrooms, just that these mushrooms are magical. <laughs> um, the, it's the it's the five mushroom blend from Harmonic Arts, which I love. I don't even know which of the five are in there, but I do know it's like turkey tail, I think reishi, shaga, and a couple others, and I could be wrong about that actually, but shaga for sure, reishi for sure, I'm not so sure about the turkey tail, but it's just a delicious warming drink, and these are all good foods for the body, You're like adaptogens that will help remove toxins and whatnot, so it's like okay, well did i have a flush of toxins and is that what caused the headache or is the collective energy and i wasn't really getting straight answers from my guides on that Mm -hmm. or my body so usually when i get that little like roadblock from my truth testing i'm like okay take a step back zero point everything let's observe what's actually gone on this past week what's the collective energy like guess what it's still eclipse season y'all we're having another eclipse coming up on the 18th of december which is hopefully I think the last major catalyst of the energetics that we're going through right now from what I'm hearing of like the most different like I have follow really really cool astrology pages there's like five or six that I follow that I absolutely love and their messages are all so different but yet cohesive and I really love reading and learning more about that kind of stuff and then it's like okay I tend to have the energetic wave come to me before I have that astrology report show up in my newsfeed so just energetically speaking yesterday was a shit show it was heavy it was hard it was dense it was not enjoyable at all pretty much my whole entire year of collective anger that i've been holding on to that i have for a long time had a hard time getting out of my body it pretty much all just spilled over into everything that i tried to do yesterday and even though i had kind of a linchpin moment And then I decided to take myself to the forest to try and help clear the rest of it because I often will go on a meditative hike to process the emotions or if I have to yell or scream or cry like I can do all of those things in the forest without judgment from anybody because no one's around and if a deer sees me big deal maybe they'll come over and console me I don't know. (laughs) But um, I got to the park and I sat in the parking lot and I was trying to process everything and I'm like, it's freaking stuck again like what do I need to do so I did my hike but it wasn't enough. I came home and I did a really intense energetic workout. And it's interesting that as soon as I started doing, it's called high knee run for anyone that doesn't know, you literally just have to lift your knees up really high to get them to the level of your hips, but your hips hold a lot of energy. And any yoga teachings will say to you that the hips and the psoas muscles, which is in the abdomen area, will often carry those emotions that we're not willing or able to see. And so as soon as I was doing this tiny run, I was already 35 minutes into a cardio workout and I was feeling good and I was finally feeling warm and I was getting the blood flowing and the the sweat flowing and the energy flowing and my breath was deeper. I started doing this run and it hit me and I started to cry and I was like, well, okay, that's cool, but this still isn't enough. So what else is going on? Because this shit is not just mine. And like, hey, universe, I'm done carrying the collective energy. I don't need to physically feel it and hang on to it in order to have an understanding of it. There's another way. There's got to be a better way for for you to flash me with what's going on. So (laughs) it's definitely been a week. Um, And if I even just take a look at what's been happening in my community, my neighborhood, um, I'm noticing a lot more animals are taking their exit strategies right now. So people's pets. Um, a couple of elders and my um, elderly family members, not necessarily to my immediate family, but like just other my neighbors that I've grown up with, um, they've suffered some losses this week, one after another, and it's just like, okay, I almost feel like it's the collective exit strategies and like that last ditch effort of that last little bit of chaos for the last two weeks of of the, of the whole nonsense that is 2021 and I actually made this joke with a friend of mine and I was like well historic or not historically astro- astrologically speaking we're saying that the turning point is around Yule which is December 21st and so are you ready for the bad joke and she's like okay hit me with it and I'm like just two more weeks <laughs> and she was like oh rolls her eyes I'm like I had to say it I had to say it but just two more weeks of chaos and then things are set to shift so by the time we record our episode 11, because this one is number 10, which is so I crazy, know. um, I can't wait to get to 100 also, like that's going to be exciting. But anyway, um, yeah, when we're recording episode 11, which is also a fun number, a fun little numerology number, um, <laughs> things should already start to be showing me, because I tend to be a, a week or so ahead of the curve, how they're going to shift. So it's going to be exciting to see. But I also feel like um, we have to be aware of the exit strategies that are happening and know that like your soul chooses that
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: we can't get caught up in being the savior for others and I was guilty of this, especially with members of my family feeling like I need to be the rescuer all the time and feeling like that was part of my starseed mission if I'm coming here to clean up the family line that it was my responsibility to take on all this heaviness with me, literally, like physically excess weight that I don't need to carry that isn't even mine. And energetically and emotionally, because it was my job to heal the family line. Well, what I came into the awareness of this week was, it's not actually my responsibility. And there's a potential that My thoughts of needing to rescue others is actually preventing them from getting the codes and the clearing and the healing that they need. Because if I'm hanging on so tightly to whether it's anger, resentment, or the the want to help them when when they don't want to be helped, I'm hanging on to the cords that are entangling them. Well, what happens when I let go? Mm -hmm. They can choose to fly or they can choose to flee. And I think that's where the, this theme of the exit strategies are really amplified. I think for the next maybe week or so, maybe, maybe just to kind of round out 2021, um, which it really has kind of been the theme for the last two years. Like, I think the whole world needed to pull a bit of an exit on the way things were and as shitty as it was for a long time, when you realize that things need to burn down before they can be rebuilt, like that's how a forest fire works you know, that also can be related to the personal life, like, many friends in my newsfeed are saying that they're, like, burning down relationships, and and maybe, like, they're being assholes, and they don't even know why, and, like, I will take ownership, I know I'm an asshole sometimes, but sometimes I enjoy being an asshole, because unfortunately, sometimes people don't hear the message unless I actually, like, spew it out there and like so what if I swear too much that's not really my problem I actually enjoy swearing (laughs) if that's a problem for you that's kind of your trigger to to work on not so much mine like I don't swear to a person I don't call them the name but I will definitely drop an f-bomb you know like I'll say I won't say fuck you but I'll say fuck off kind of thing which maybe isn't any better but that's just my style I don't think that's ever going to change I'm okay with it I own it I know I can be an asshole When the timing is right, I will absolutely apologize if it's warranted or needed or wanted. And I will absolutely do the reconciliations that I need to. I've also learned how to call back those projections if I'm saying something in a flurry. And sometimes you just need a good f-bomb rant. And it doesn't have to be directed to anybody. But I think that's also just part of that, like, fuck, this shit needs to change. I don't know what is next, but I'm just going to brain dump it all out into the universe and burn it all down not literally like i don't go setting fires unless it's in a bonfire pit y'all but <laughs> like that just seems to be like the collective theme of the last two years and i really do feel like we're at the at that final that final quote unquote two weeks that we've been hearing for two years just two more weeks but i do think that things are going to shift but they may not necessarily look the way you're wanting or hoping but it's still gonna be different. And, And we have to become more accepting of where people are at and whether they choose their exits or not and be more accepting of where we're at in that situation too. Like the role that I'm playing is to cut ties. I had this really interesting awareness also that it's not necessarily my responsibility to fix my family line. Like I can do the healing work for myself, but that doesn't mean I need to stay involved with family members that are toxic i wouldn't stay in a romantic relationship that's toxic why would i perpetuate that in a family like to me blood is but the blood is thicker than water is bs like i have more soul level connections with people that were once strangers to me case in point you because we've known each other for five or six years but we've really only become close in the last year and a half we're pandemic buddies but it's going to go beyond that which is cool
0: almost two years
1: (laughs) (laughs) but you like you know what i mean so i think we really have to take a look at where what else in our life collectively needs to take an exit and be okay with the outcome be okay with saying goodbye to things and then once we've had all of that and everything's been burnt down take a breath take a pause and allow yourself to grieve it that's kind of my goal for the next week or so I think to to work on giving myself space to grieve because I haven't been and I know if I were to continue talking, my voice would start to crack, and it would come up because it's ready now. It wasn't a week ago because I was too blinded by all the anger and the BS that I was hanging on to. But I've been hanging on to this for for months. And what's it going to look like once it's cleared? Like I'm excited for that. And a month ago, I couldn't say that I was excited. So.
0: Yeah, and I think what you're saying to or like with the whole, um, uh, Yule kind of being a, a transition point. Mm-hmm. I do agree. Cause they, like you said, the, our, I think it, I'm not an astrologist. Don't listen to me. Um, <laughs> but I think the last eclipse is on the 18th. Yeah. At least it's the last one for the year. I yeah. can give you that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think the, I, I never know when the eclipse season starts and ends. I just, you know, whatever. But at least, like, there is going to be another eclipse. It usually, like, eclipses are pretty entertaining. They kind of shake things up um, quite a bit. And I think, is it Venus that's in retrograde right now?
1: She is starting her retrograde shadow period and that she plays with, I think, Jupiter until mid-January. But she's playing with another mask is it pluto and usually when when venus and i think it's pluto i don't know i'm i'm gonna stop talking before i make an ass myself but on the sidebar before we get back to this i just googled the clip season to get the dates and apparently there's a clothing company also called eclipse so whatever
0: yeah, that's so what that i was you, laughing I, at that's funny oh, um but yeah so like i don't know i just i feel like you'll for me at least like the stretch between Samhain and Yule is like kind of like the most interesting time of year. There's a lot of weird like ending and beginning energy. And depending on where you kind of want to like play with that, like you could definitely start your year on Samhain or right after Samhain. You could definitely start your year around Yule. um, You know, and I find like I'd have to really track into my life But I'm pretty sure somewhere between October to like, like I said, the December 21st type of time, I usually get this sense of like, oh, there's my idea. That's what I'm going to run with. And then I start building and manifesting and creating. Um, And then that kind of launches me into the next year. And I'm going to say that that's probably at least the last two years, I could say that that has been consistent. The rest of it, I don't know. I don't really track my life that much um, previous to then. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's got this really weird energy and it's just like for most of the last year, I have had like a lot of motivation and then it just drops and then a lot of motivation and then drops. And it's just like, I've never really had that full clarity. And so I'm not really sure if it was just like kind of the wheels had been set into motion during the whole Samhain season and things like that. Um, Or if it was just like, I don't know, maybe I shifted or cleared something. I know I did that um, ritual, I think at the end of November, um, that was super powerful for me of like, just really integrating who I was, who I am now and where I wanted to, you know, be. And I mean, something that I haven't really done yet is sat down and really like, just like, Manifested, or not even manifesting, just writing down all of the things I want to achieve. Like, I feel like I need to write a book, uh, like a bucket list, and just Mm -hmm. be like, I want to do all of these things. And then I have like within the year, within five years, within 10 years kind of thing, and just like map, not even map it out, but just like brain dump, like all the cool things I want to do. Um, And then just let them be like send them out to the universe kind of almost like when you do a vision board you may not necessarily look at it um all the time like i know i created well i kind of half created it because i started working on it um when rising moon was a thing oh Um, yes that was a local shop that we had here in winnipeg i miss it so much i know rachel come on rachel (laughs) anyways (laughs) yeah i don't know it'll, it'll be interesting. We'll see what happens. Um, <laughs> this is just just like what I'm playing with in the energies of anyways, well, oh, yes. no secrets here. No secrets. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, like, I don't know. That was like, maybe, maybe five or six years ago, I created a, a vision board and I'd stuck some stuff on it but then i didn't actually finish it because like obviously it takes time to go through all the magazines and pick things and then like you know you're pasting them onto the board and whatever so i had like this envelope full of pictures um and like quotes and things like that and then i had a partially done vision board
1: i just burnt mine it's funny you're saying this mine was fitness related
0: (laughs) that's so funny Um, but really like, okay, I'm going to go off on a, I mean, it's not really a random tangent. It's kind of a, an aside to what I'm talking These about. The best. So the best I, I found it, um, a little while ago. Cause it was, um, when my daughter was born, I moved it down here because it, my, her bedroom used to be my Reiki room or the room that I did all my spiritual practices. Mm-hmm. Um, so apologies for the portal that I opened in your room, which I closed. <laughs> <laughs> um Not to so, mention I mean, the ones she opens herself, right? And then I'm like, and then I wonder why she's so spiritually gifted. um I won't take her naps. <laughs> I mean, take her freaking naps, yeah. um As she sits up in her bed right now, listening. That's to amazing. She like, "Oh, and I just saw an orb on the camera." <gasps> Anyways, that's
1: so funny. That's I just love, funny
0: I love things. She plays with the the all the time, dude. Oh my god, that's goodness. amazing. <sighs> Anyways, I, I, I so love exciting. watching
1: the world through the eyes of children. Mm-hmm.
0: I love it, and I'm I'm very excited for all the creepy things she's going to tell me later. Like, she, oh Kate, okay, so this is really what? off of the tangent now. We've about we Let's go. Talking let's go. Chat. Let's go. Let's go okay, let's go but all the, other day, <laughs> the other day, the other day, we were sitting and she's in her high chair. I'm eating. Um, I think we were having lunch before her nap, and she goes. She just randomly. She just goes. Kitty cat. And I'm like, cool. You've seen Mocha, like our cat. And she's like, no, kitty cat. And I'm like, all right, cool. Kitty cat. I don't see a kitty cat. <laughs> but I'm like, cool. What color is the kitty cat? Or no, I think I asked her if it was Mocha that she was seeing, Mocha being my cat. And she goes, no. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like, what color is the kitty cat? She goes, black. Well, I have had two black cats in my lifetime both have passed and are in spirit form. And I'm like, cool. Do you know the name of the cat? Like, can you tell me the name of the cat? And she's like, Mocha. And I'm like, okay, I know that now you're out of it, but like, the fact that you're telling me that you, and I mean, it could all just be a coincidence. She could just be saying that whatever, but it's just, it's really fascinating when she does things like that. And I'm like, Hmm. And like, she just does weird things. Like she, you can definitely tell she's picking up on the energy because she'll look at me and she'll be like, "Grandma, home," and I'm like, "I don't know, Grandma's home, yes." Um, but then she'll be like, "Grandma," and then like my mom will call and I'm like, "Oh, yep." Or she did this to me yesterday. No, it was the sixth because it was Saint Nicholas Day or whatever it is. Some oh yes, religious holiday yes. thing that my sister-in-law practices. Um, but my sister-in-law had come by and dropped off some gifts for my daughter. Um, and like, I guess I was in the, like, change, I I don't know. I was changing her, or getting her up for the day or something. Um, but my daughter, after I got her up and ready for, you know, the day she came flying out of the bedroom and she's like, runs into like the kitchen dining room area. Mm-hmm. And she's like, like, she's yelling her like for her aunt. And I'm like, what is happening? Like, she's at home. Like auntie's at home. Like, I, I don't know what to tell you. Um, and then like maybe five minutes later, um, I get a text from my sister-in-law saying like, Hey, I've just dropped off some gifts for you guys. They're at the back door. And I'm like, did you, did she see her? Like, did my daughter see her? Cause like, usually I can tell when people are coming up to my door. Cause like, you know, you can hear it kind of comes through the house. I'm, like, very strange small child because like I didn't see my sister-in-law I definitely didn't hear my sister-in-law mm. I didn't know and you would, think, would go ahead I was gonna say if you you would think that if we had actually seen her and my sister-in-law had kind of seen us she would have knocked on the door and like actually have you know instead of just dropping it at the door she would have like actually brought it in but I don't know Very strange. My child gifted.
1: (laughs) I can, I would, um, I would, I would say yes to that because it could be that she's intuitively tapping into the energy of who's at your house because I can be in the shower of my home, which is in the middle of the home. And it's the only room that has no windows and it doesn't matter who's at my back door. Energetically, I know who's coming in the house before, before they make their announcement and we get, unannounced guests all the time because my family does not message always before they're on the way or if they do like they'll have called my mom and or else i'm like if i'm in the shower i'm not checking my texts because right like mm-hmm. so i can say and i've probably been able to do that since i was a young child because the shower is like my safe place that's where i go to process and let the hot water run on my skin and i really wish i would fit in my bathtub because i would be soaking in it for hours but it's not even i don't even think this thing is spiked. like if i were to sit in my bathtub you guys my freaking Knees would be at my chin, and I could barely get the water above my belly button. So what the hell is the point? Like that's why I sat in the shower for almost an hour instead of having a bath. Like I'm not using as much water, but whatever. I am manifesting a house with a hot tub for 2022
0: that is all mine. <laughs> that is very very awesome. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, anyways, I was talking about. Oh, I was talking about vision boarding. Um yeah. I don't remember why I was talking about it but I was talking about like how you don't have to always see it yeah. um because I think it was when I pulled out the vision board and I looked at it a lot of it really was coming into myself and my own power and my own senses like psychic senses and like really being able to run from a place of intuition versus logic 90% of the time and I mean like I, you don't have yours anymore but I was gonna say maybe on our day when we like talk about like stepping into 2022 um we could like share the vision boards but if you don't have one then that is a moot point um
1: <laughs> I can tell you what was on it
0: oh well <laughs> you said was fitness hey
1: yeah so but I, I mean gonna... this was one that I did mm, maybe 10 years ago that I found in storage because not only like like literally exit strategies on all levels and all layers because I have done a major purge of all of the shit in my house and there's still a little bit more to go through but going through university notes from psychology that I'm never going to fucking read again and laughing at how outdated the textbooks are that I kept and hung on to because like a lot of like you first of all you can tell it's not trauma informed at all. Secondly, the psychology labels for diagnoses has changed so much and it's almost laughable when I'm reading my first year university psychology text because that was in 2001 and it's now 20, like it's 20 years old, like psychology has changed so much, like, and I'm not up to date on the current trends of psychology with the exception of the few psychology podcasts that I listen to. So I'm getting... I'm getting information that way, but I don't have a university level knowledge of it, which is fine. Like I've considered taking positive psychology training at some point in the future. So maybe that'll go on to my vision board. Um, but when I came across this pile of stuff, I was like, what is this? And it was a big folder full of all these cutouts of what my dream body was at the time and what my nutrition should look like. And I actually had to take a step back and laugh my ass off because None of it was realistic, which is exactly why I never achieved the goal that I ever wanted. And if I actually were to tap into my body intuitively, it does not want to be a bodybuilder because that is why I kept getting injury. I would get so far and then I would get an injury and it would take me out for a while Then I would beat myself up for not reaching my goal because of this injury. And it's kind of ironic that I did in a super intense workout, probably that my body didn't want to do yesterday. And what happens? My knee is now swollen because i've aggravated the the baker's cyst injury that i had from like 2009 well that's tell that's telling me my body is telling me i'm still out of alignment but that was the only way that i knew how to get this energy out because i don't have a punching bag if i could have wailed on a punching bag i think i would have felt a lot better like the physical contact of getting something out of my body but i was doing kickboxing at the air instead which is fine like I recognize that I can change and do things a little differently, but um, like for my physical workouts to avoid the injury, but sometimes when you, like your body has memory too, right? So, and your body's a manifestation of your thoughts. So it's an interesting comparison to realize, like I haven't worked out at this intense level in more than two years. The classes that I'm listening to on an app on my phone are classes that belong to a certain gym chain, Like they have the legal rights to this style of classes. So I haven't taken these classes in probably four or five years because I haven't been in this specific gym setting for at least four or five years. And I can put on a track of the songs from five years ago and my body knows exactly what is coming without even having to think about it. I can follow along with the instructor without having to hear the cues. My body just knows, okay, honey, run is next. Okay, and then before she even cued, it was jumping jack time. I was already, my body was already throwing my arms up. And doing the jumping jacks and that's what screwed up my knee because my foot doesn't land properly and then it twists the knee and it mm-hmm. aggravated it so partially due to the shitty runners that i was wearing because i just grabbed whatever was available i didn't actually look at the ones that i would have needed because i was like i don't know what i want to do but i have to get some i have to get this energy out of my body so the body has memory and if i can remember what it was like 10 years ago it's probably not going to take me that long to get back to feeling that level of fitness again but i realized that my body wants different movement i i do have to figure out what i can make that is intense for my body that feels intense but doesn't physically cause harm and when i looked back on my vision board i was like even if i were to get down that 100 pounds that i'm my goal so even if i'm sitting at around 180 pounds I'm still not going to look like that vision board that I created in 2009 because I don't have the desire to eat what is required and work out the way that it is required to look like that. And I'm okay with that. I just want to be able to like, I don't actually even know what I actually want. What do I want, Carol? (laughs) What do I want for fitness? I actually want flexibility. I want to have more graceful dance Um, agility, like I can deal with the speed I can run, but I'm too heavy right now for my joints. It's really hard on your joints because I think it's like, let's say you weigh like, well, I do know what I weigh, but like, let's say you weigh 300 pounds. It's not 300 pounds of pressure on your joints. It's 300 times four pounds of pressure on your joints when you're running. So it's not necessarily the wisest choice for me to choose running as my cardio, But there's other things that i can do i'm i'm also manifesting a fat bike and if i actually were to pay the f attention to what my body wants maybe it would things would shed faster and i wouldn't have this injury right and to look at what i actually wanted back then i was so disconnected from my intuition even though i thought i was intuitive i may have been intuitive about other things but i wasn't intuitive about self and now my body awareness is amplified so much that it's like if i could just get out of my ego's way and and listen to my body instead um it'll be interesting to see what the changes happen so mm-hmm. I'm happy to have burnt that down because it was useless to me there's no point in me holding on to a vision that's no longer going to serve me that's the same as what that post that we that happened in our group about like releasing manifestations like maybe you you called something in and it showed up for you and then you realized you didn't actually want it so what are you part hanging on No before?
0: longer serves you right yeah. like you know um I think part of that um Part of that little manifestation and releasing it was about like sometimes what you start reaching for. Like the way I kind of took that was sometimes when something is more of a stretch and you hold on to it for so long that it actually plateaus, right? It's kind of like when you are doing, um, you know, a hard workout, right? Like it, there's going to come a time where your body's just going to be like, yeah, this is this is no longer difficult for me. This is no longer a challenge. Yep. And then you have to outcreate yourself again. Right. Yep. And like, it really 100%. had me really had me thinking, um, because I'm like, I don't know if what I have called into manifest is really serving me anymore. And I mean, I have to like, I'm going to sit down and that's one of the things that I'm going to do tomorrow. Tomorrow I have sworn is like, I'm not doing anything at all on my computer. I'm taking a day off completely. Mm -hmm. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to do journaling. I'm going to do like the things that I was hoping to do today. Um, But that's one of the things that I'm going to sit down and do is actually look at all the things that I've called in or that I've manifested over the years Mm -hmm. and what not that it no longer serves me, but what is now a plateau or a comfort zone? right? Or what's like, actually
1: holding you back? Because if I were to right. hang on to that vision work from 2009, I'm hanging on to a vision that I'm never going to attain. Mm-hmm. That does not create flow. That creates injury in the body so that you gain weight instead of losing weight. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I think one of the things that I used to do was kind of compare myself to others and not like a, I want to be you, Mm -hmm. but like, man, I really wish I had those abilities, you know, like I really wish I could tap in and I could read things as quickly as this person does, you know? And like, yeah, that was what little baby, you know, baby, little intuitive Aaron wanted like seven years ago. Right. God, it's so crazy to think that that was seven years ago. Um, Cause it just feels like it was yesterday, um, but yeah. <laughs> so it is <does> two thousand and nine. <laughs> <laughs> See, and that's the year I graduated.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I'm a, and I'm a '99 grad, which also feels like maybe only five years ago.
0: Yeah, my birthday does not feel thirty years ago. <laughs> it feels like ten. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Um. But yeah, like. I remember coming into the spiritual community and really looking at like, wow, you know, like Rachel's got these really cool abilities. She can read cards like a boss and she can tap into your like your loved ones, like mediumship so well. Like I want that, you know, and same with Crystal, like Crystal Kernahan, she was like yeah. super huge into well, lots of different things. And I took lots of different trainings with her, you know, and and I look at that and I go, wow, that's really amazing, you know? And, and I kind of, I did feel like I kind of outgrew my mentors at certain points because there were, there were periods of time where I was like, okay, I'm not, not that I'm not going to get anything else from them, but for now they've served their purpose. And I found someone high, like not higher, but like, you know, I've found someone else that has different skill set, you know? So I really need to look at like, who I've wanted to be and like, not actually wanting to be, but like what type of skills I wanted to put forward. Right. And how, how I wanted my intuition to manifest itself and see if that's really serving me anymore, because who knows maybe me holding on to that vision of, you know, seven years ago, Aaron wanting to, you know, be a really kick-ass like intuitive healer and you know, I don't know, empath, I think was my main thing has really like, maybe that's actually holding me back from actually accelerating and being a better, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know what I am anymore. I'm kind of healer. I'm kind of like a teacher mentor person. I don't know. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, a, I don't know, a collective of intuitive things.
1: <laughs> let's, let's pause here for a minute. I'm going to call you out. In the most loving way possible. You guys ready for this? Every single thing you said that you thought Rachel and Crystal were, you already are. Let's oh, I know take that. a moment to honor <laughs> that and celebrate that because I'm as I'm listening to you talk, I realize like I went to Rachel Styles a lot for some of her teaching, and I absolutely love the way that she portrays her intuition and her knowledge and her skills. And she's got this really beautiful, mysterious allure to her.
0: Oh yeah, she pulled my witchy vibe.
1: And it's fucking amazing. And you know what? Like, I've realized that it's not that I've outgrown her teachings. It's that I don't need to be taught it anymore. So if I were to go to one of her ceremonies or one of her workshops, it's no longer because I need to learn. It's because I want to play. Because I want to gather with other witchy women and just play in the energy. So I almost feel like maybe that is something that we could look at doing together in circle Mm -hmm. with others to invite others who are no longer looking to learn but they're just looking to play and we could do it maybe potluck style or like just something like really fun quarterly seasonally like I wouldn't do every single turn of the wheel because it's eight but like like the four seasons like I don't know we'll see like something but I just kind of feel like we there's room especially in our city to have that play because we've been missing that And Mm -hmm. I do feel as though we're all kind of collectively looking for re-communion with each other. So, and I do know you have like your own circles that are coming up, which are super exciting, which you can talk about right away because you'll say it better than me. Um, And I'm also going to be hosting some type of gathering, but I want to do it from the intuitive nutrition and fitness side of things, which I'm also having to organize this month and we'll be launching in January at some point, hopefully, hopefully. Um, So... Like, there are ways that we can do that and that you and I especially can collaborate and do things where, like, you have your own thing, I have my own thing, but we also have something that comes together because we're already busy enough, (laughs) you know, and, like, that doesn't necessarily leave room for life, but if you and I could do some cool stuff together in a play form, I think that would be, I mean, beyond our natural forest hikes, because those are already fun, also fun, but. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah.
0: Well, and, yeah, that's, like, I love that idea because, I mean, Yes. One of the major, like the biggest things that um, I've been hearing from people is that they are really missing that community aspect of oh, yeah. things. And I don't ask me why I feel the need to do this. I don't, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I absolutely, I love that. I am so in on wanting to build this community. I don't know why I feel that way. Like I just, I feel, I don't know, maybe it's this, this matriarch type of energy that my grandmother gifted to me during my spiritual retreat when I was high on cactus. Um, <laughs> oh, cactus. super fun. Oh, <laughs> we talked about that in another episode.
1: Yeah. The last one, wasn't it Two, I don't know. Two episodes ago. Anyway, that's two three. or three.
0: I don't remember. Um, but yeah, so like, that was one of the things that she had kind of brought to me was that I have this matriarch energy, which kind of really, now that I'm paying attention to it, I was like, I was literally calling in my goddess self, which is like that mother energy that I, <laughs> makes sense now. I get it. <laughs> Ooh, look who's integrating. <laughs> right. I'm like, it only took me, I don't know, three, four years. Um, three. Cause I think it was the year before I, or yeah, the year before he was born. Um, yeah. But either way, I have been called this, I've been hearing this call of like, you need to build community. And I don't know if I would ever actually build a shop. As much fun as that sounds, I just also a lot of work. I know. I'm like, I know how much it was for like, you know, if you talk to people who, who run shops and stuff like that, like, it's not just a fun I'm coming there for eight hours a day. It's literally like you, it runs your life until it, you know, gets to a certain point. Right. Yeah. Where you have a really good general manager. And I just, I really just don't want to have to worry about hiring people and whatever. That's just, I get that zero point it done. Yep. Um, reel back in that trajectory, whatever we need to do. Mm-hmm. But the idea of like building community and building like, I don't know, I just, I really want to have this communal type of, I don't know, something going. So I've started with just like setting out a group. Um, So I've got a cute little group on Facebook that is super fun. I don't know, Facebook may, it may be shifted off of Facebook when I find something that kind of works better for us, but whatever, for now it's there. And then with that, I am going to host circles both in in person and online. Um, which is going to be so beneficial for so many people. and yeah. I love the idea of like quarterly, um mm. yeah, I could see quarterly feels like less um, pressure. <laughs> yeah, you know, like getting together and doing more of like uh like just coming together, community building fun, like let's bring our tarot cards, let's bring our oracle cards, let's get out like the cool fun stuff um. And just like have a potluck, get together, have fun, you know, Mm -hmm. and then because a lot of the circles that I'm going to be running are going to be more structured and more, um, you know, like here's a, not necessarily a skill, but here's a couple of things that we're going to do. Here's like maybe a ceremony or a ritual that I'll walk you through a meditation, maybe something like that. Um, so it's going to be more structured and less play. There's still going to be play. I'll tell you that. Um, but like, I'm still hashing out exactly what it's going to look like. Um, but yeah, I just, this, this whole sense of community is just, I don't know. I just, maybe that's just where we're headed in the general collective energy. Um, because yeah. we've been so isolated and separated for like, I'm gonna just going to throw it out there two years. It's been almost two years, Legit. right? It's like what, Legit. three months away, Yeah, three months away from two years it's disgusting yep. yeah so like and they
1: can't keep up the charade forever like something's gonna have to shift like they're gonna have to change the storyline or change the goal posts but
0: omicron or whatever they call well, it now it sounds like a transformer <laughs> i'm like oh they're bringing out the big guns of transformers now
1: well let's call an Optimus prime while we're at it because he can just like do his magic i already hear his voice in my head that's creepy <laughs>
0: that's so funny the the funny thing is is that i i saw a um i saw a meme not that we want to get political or anything like this on there um and i generally try to stare away from these type topics but i saw this meme the other day that was like i didn't when i what was that i didn't sign up to learn the greek alphabet this way yeah (laughs) yeah oh i didn't is that what is that what omicron or whatever they're calling now is that is that another greek letter because i didn't know that
1: (laughs) i know nothing about the greek alphabet other than like i don't know phi beta kappa from like sorority party stuff that you see in movies like i don't know i'm more drawn to the runic alphabet which is more my slavic lineage um i do have some aspects of like viking symbolism on my body already in tattoo form and i cannot wait to get more i was actually just chatting with my tattoo artist the other day and she uh she's also had an experience of burning things down so to speak because she left the the studio in which i had my last my most recent tattoo i went to see her in august of 2020 to get the um i have roses on my arm wild roses which is a plant that i work with often and then i have uh i'm trying to see uh the flight pattern of venus like the orbit of venus which is actually a five star five pointed star orbit and it's really it's just geometrically beautiful and i kind of thought like i'm trying to call in it's actually ironic i'm trying to call in more of my feminine energy and yet since then i've actually been more in that warrior masculine energy amplified than i did this so it's kind of funny but anyway she had to let go of her studio just because of like the closures and whatnot and she's in another province and their restrictions are slightly different than ours and the slightly more hot mess than ours like ours have always been on that one end of the polarity whereas hers have been like the roller coaster of oh we're opening and just kidding oh we're opening and just kidding oh you can do this no just kidding but we wouldn't actually do that to you guys just kidding we're doing it like just yeah it's been nonsense <laughs> <laughs> so anyway so when i saw her in august she was talking about wanting her home studio and like that's like the ultimate goal but she was on a long-term lease in this this place where she was and it was a beautiful place like i i actually think it must this building must have been apartments like bachelor apartments that have been converted to office space instead so there was a sink in there and there was a bathroom not in the bath, not in the bath, no, yeah, okay. There was no actual bathroom in her little space. Cause it was, I had to leave to use the bathroom and then come back to her studio. But anyway, big, beautiful picture window and patio. So she had like a huge plant farm going on, beautiful plants everywhere and all of this. And we were talking about things and what we wanted for the next year, not really knowing what was coming. Cause I really wasn't at the point a year ago of where I could tap into forward trajectories like I can now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and she was talking about this home studio idea, and I was like, that really feels like home to me, like, and, and sure enough, she just announced last week that she was able to let go, get out of her lease, out of her long-term lease, and, like, close down that aspect of her practice, and she's now able to tattoo from home in her own little private, like, witchy studio, and I'm like, dude, I've been to every single studio you've been in since you started. I cannot wait to come back when travel restrictions ease, and get my tattoos finished and i'm looking at i wanting to get more like to tap into my lineage and my like my actual human bloodline roots cuz i have i have prussian german ukrainian background but there's a lot of slavic influence right and the more that i learn about it the more that i realize that they would have also been influenced by the vikings and so I, like when i look at anything viking i feel home Like, I feel more at home than the Ukrainian culture that I was brought up on. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, okay, so now what kind of, what kind of symbols can I put on my body next? Like, what different, what different magic sigils can I create out of the runic alphabet? Because those are very powerful symbols that have been used for a very, very, very long time to help me make manifest what I actually want. And just as another reminder to come into communion with body Mm -hmm. to like appreciate these symbols and I want to finish uh, the arm with the roses I want to add elderberry and elderflower because it's another plant medicine that speaks to me and then on my other arm where I just have the vague sphere um, I don't have any botanicals on the forearm yet it's just on the inner arm so I want to fill this whole arm with botanicals as well and I've been really thinking about like what plant medicines do I work with most often and for me that's cedar and sage and juniper so I want to have something like that on my arm um just to kind of finish off the piece and and just to like be in a space where i can travel again and enjoy having a week away from the energy that is our province go to another province be in mountain energy and get some more tattoos because i freaking love tattoos and do it's almost like tattooing is almost like another ceremony for me like Mm-hmm. I get to tap into self. I get to have some beautiful artwork on my arm that as like a, as a way to commemorate that journey. And then it becomes a reminder of who I am and why I'm here, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like that idea. Yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it just makes me laugh because I'm like, where does Carol get the Viking stuff? And I'm like, isn't she a uh, Nordic Palladian? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a
1: hundred percent the that's where I, f- I feel most at home the the starseed aspect of that and like I've had an awareness of my Pleiadian lineage for a long time but not really dived into like I've never only in this past year have I done meditative journeys where I've spoken with my aspect my Pleiadian aspect and she's come through pretty loud and clear and I think she's done with everybody's shit and it's a good thing because I get to also do that here so it's again another layer of burning shit down so to speak right where Mm -hmm. you really have to be the observer especially I think in the next two weeks of like why is it chaos what is this teaching me what do I need to look at how can I pull my energy out of it but become the observer of what's happening around me right now because there's a lot of Akashic cleanup happening whether you want to do it or not it's happening so if you're going forth with intention to do this cleanup energetically, it's not going to hit you as hard. But I for sure was taking, a, trying to take a pause on cleaning up my Akashics and it blew up in my face this past two months with all of the family drama, trauma stuff coming to the surface and realizing like, even just listening to conversations that siblings are having with each other or with me or some of the things my mom said, some of the things my cousins and my uncles would have said. I would just like when I hear them talk I can hear the layers and even if I were to go back and listen to our podcast episodes from start to finish I would probably find more keys that I would have to clear and and clean away because it's it's going to happen whether you like it or not so do you want the next 2 weeks to be chaos or do you want to go forth knowing that this is it could potentially be more challenging, but you don't have to get caught in the spin like I did, not recommended. I'm grateful for the friends that I have that can pull me out of that or give me the right questions to track. But sometimes you do need to sit in it, but sitting in it and spinning in it are not the same thing, you know? Mm -hmm. So I really look at, I can guarantee in a year from now, I'm going to look back and be like, fuck 2021, but also thank fuck for 2021 because You can't have change without a catalyst. And we've been getting, we've kind of been loaded into a slingshot since the beginning of the pandemic. And we've been pulled back so far that people are now starting to snap. So either the elastics are snapping and you're falling away, or the elastic is getting so tense that it's shooting forward. You kind of have to choose your trajectory. That's kind of how I look at it. And it might feel like chaos for the next two weeks or three weeks or so. But once that's all said and done and you've collapsed those timelines that are no longer serving you, now let's look forward. What what world do you want to live in? Because the world we've had for two years is probably not it. And if you're okay with this, then your Akashics are showing and you need to take, take a look at why you're okay with this authoritarian state. See, I can't even get it out right because I have no respect for it. <laughs> I am just done. I am just done.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. I hear you. And it's just like, it's true though. Like there's been things going on energetically in the background that most people are unaware of. Right. And like, it has set us up to really have to deal with our shit. And I mean, mm-hmm. you might be one of those people. I'm just speaking of the general you out there Um, might be one of those people that like do a lot of clearing work and healing work in their dreams and their sleep, right? Like generally speaking, very general, and I can't like pinpoint everything, but you know, when you're not really awake to this type of, you know, healing and clearing work, you're doing it while you're sleeping because your body and your soul knows that this is something that has to happen for you to be able to take steps forward. Um, you know, and, and so if you're not consciously making that effort to heal and clear, um, it's going to happen subconsciously in your sleep. Um, you know, and I think with that too, like a lot of people are kind of finding this, this unease or this like feeling of unbalance. Um, mostly just because, you know, like things have shifted so much that there's not really like that grounding aspect. What am I trying to bring through here? It's just like, it's almost like you're going to feel unbalanced or, or like feeling that lack of direction because the, the crap that has been holding you where you are has, it's, it's like, it's not that it's gone, but it's lessened. Right. And the more you're healing and clearing this, the, the easier things are going to be. And like, it's kind of almost like how, how sometimes people can become addicted to their own stories, right. The, the people who are stuck in that victim mentality, right? When they, when their story no longer actually, you know, makes sense in the sense of like, you know, like their, their history has become so much lessened that it doesn't have that impact on them anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's all it is. It's just a story, right? There's no, there's no charge or trigger to it anymore. So you, it just kind of lifts off and you just don't feel like that, you're not resonant in that, that energy anymore. Right. So essentially what I'm trying to say here is like, get your shit cleared or it's going to happen anyway. And you're going to feel much more unbalanced because it might not be so pretty. Mm -hmm.
1: Either clear your shit or step in your shit. (laughs) Like, I don't know know which one you're going to want to choose, but I've done that by accident in backyards with people that don't clean up their dog poop. And I got to tell you, it's not a fun time you go freaking slip and sliding across that grass and then you have a dirty shoe when you're done with
0: it <laughs> like, it's priceless. <laughs> it's just like the image that came yeah. in my head when you said that was just like
1: <laughs> i am a visual storyteller y'all brace yourselves
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah
1: that's
0: funny so i don't know i mean moving forward i think like i just feel like everyone needs to really take a moment to sit in the energy of possibility, oh, you know, that whether so that's <laughs> right, whether that's now or like after the eclipse or whatever, maybe around you will, Ooh, yes. Around you Yeah. Sometime yeah, between now and you feels... I feel like people need to sit in that, in that realm of possibility and really just like, yeah. what is possible, right? Yeah. What could I create if if money wasn't an issue, what would I do if time wasn't uh, a setback or, or something that holds me back? What would I, what could I do with my time? Mm-hmm. You know, if my creativity was there or you, really whatever, right? Like if these things weren't issues or were no longer an issue, what could I do with my life? Right. And just sit in that, you know, whether you write it down or what, but just Be in that energy of possibility and call forth all of those images or all of those experiences that you want to have, you know, and then I just, I feel like everything that's like negative that might come and bombard you, you just have to like push away. Just like, no, not right now. Like we can entertain those thoughts later, whatever you want to do. I don't, Um, (laughs) I I don't entertain those at all. They come in and I go, "Ah, no, don't want that. Go away. Um, Mm -hmm. but like, if you're so, if you're still stuck in that negative Mm -hmm. energy or that, that like heavy energy, um, and it's really difficult for people to dream then I just, I feel like you need to kind of do some, some clearing work and just being like, okay, anywhere and everywhere that I've bought and sold the idea that life has to be hard. I uncreate, delete, destroy across all timelines, dimension space and realities Mm
1: -hmm. or insert
0: whatever verbiage you want to use for that right Mm -hmm. um you know just so that you can get to that point where you can start dreaming and it might be small dreams to begin with but I I just feel like we're going into such a beautiful I don't want to guarantee it I obviously I can't guarantee it but I feel like we're going into such a beautiful time period with like 2022 and then after that 2023 and 2024 um That like, we just really need to start dreaming up all of the things and all the possibilities that we can have. And when you can actually do that, you're setting up those steps, whether you're consciously aware of them or not, of how you can actually take action to get to those achievements or those, you know, things that you've manifested, right? Mm -hmm.
1: I would agree on that and I know that about a month and a half ago I was struggling with that aspect of dreaming and you definitely asked me that question and you know what I find super interesting also my high school bestie she's actually the original person to hold space for me and I never really gave her the credit for that but I had this realization the other day that like you know, Erin, you're really great at holding space for me too, but you've only been in my life for about two years on a personal, personal level. Yeah. But she's been in my life for almost 20, well, more than 20 years, God, I don't know. I think I met her when I was 17. So I'm not doing the math, but anyway. Um, but like, we would sit on her front step at her, her parents' home, and we would chat about life. And she may not necessarily offer me the best, well, not even the best advice, but just like not necessarily even know what to say but she would hold space like a boss. And she said something very similar. She's like, when was the last time your body felt calm and at peace? Ooh, good question. And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, like five years ago, I don't even know if my body knows what that feels like right now. So until today, um, actually right in this moment, I can feel it. But an hour ago, I didn't feel that way. But I do feel like now that I've done that physical energy push of getting that anger and all that heaviness that I've been hanging on to for so long, for so many months now, I'm able to be like, okay, body, what's it going to take to feel at ease and to feel at peace with self, no matter where I'm at. And despite the chaos that's been going on in the collective for so long, like, we have to figure out a way, rather than buying into the story that i can't do this because of that or i can't do this until that i can't achieve this until i'm 10 pounds lighter or i can't run this business until i can afford someone to buy my to pay for my website design like no like how can you create from where you're at right now Mm -hmm. and how can you find calm among the chaos because I think that's part of the reason why I was sent back home in a way uh, to live with my mom again for a few years after my dad had passed, because I was living on my own when my dad passed. And I was at the quote unquote top of my teaching career, which was really not the top of my teaching career apartment. But I was working three jobs and I was barely in my apartment to enjoy it, maybe one day a week. That's not quality of life. I don't want to have to work three jobs to make ends meet, to afford a semi overpriced apartment space that I could never even enjoy because I was busy working all the time. So I mm-hmm. like kind of brought that back to, I had it was actually soul crushing to have to move back home for a few reasons, many, many reasons actually. But then I realized, like, what if the whole point of me coming back home was to recognize the stories that I had bought into, that have, that I've been telling myself since my teenage years and my friend from high school can attest to that. Like she's heard everything from day one of our friendship about what I've been going through with my family and how it has shifted, but yet not really changed. And then another friend of ours in our, our uh, class group had, that I had a call with yesterday, she also said like, what if the point was actually to figure out the calm in the chaos and that you actually are meant, you were meant to go back home to clear it away so that you could feel at peace with where you're at. And I kind of look at that as like the final chapter here. Like I do know my time is limited living under this roof. There are some reasons why I'm still at home. And those reasons are shifting, thankfully. And I can finally see that forward trajectory. But I wouldn't have been able to clear the energetics of this house without living here. I don't think. So, I mean, yeah, you can do things remotely. But I think I personally needed the physical, personal experience to recognize that there were some entities in this home and there's portals that needed to be dealt with and there was protections that needed to be added and there were boundaries that needed to be set energetically and verbally with the family so that the things in our Akashics could be cleared and shifted and and put away forever. And also not to feel guilty about walking away when the work is done. Because... As cold-hearted as this might sound, it's not actually cold-hearted. I am at peace with this aspect that there is no love lost between my family. We don't get along. We probably were never meant to get along, I don't think, at, at the situation that it is right now. And until I'm able to remove myself from the situation and not be in the thick of it and like take some time to process, I won't be able to come back to them in peace because I've been in warrior mode my entire life. Mm -hmm. for various reasons chaos that's in my school environment chaos in my home environment in my childhood teenage years all the way up add in some hormones add in some other drama that isn't even mine and add in some shitty toxic jobs and and managers and just you know it's been a fun time and I, I could sit here and play the victim of life is hard and I can't get things done but that doesn't serve me I came here to make change and I know that and so once I've had that also that awareness drop in of like everything is happening for a reason like I was able to finally shift and realize like you know what I actually enjoy being at home I like my room it's the room I've been in since I was a teenager that's always been my safe space I don't mind hanging out in my basement I don't hate it like I used to it doesn't have the same funky energy as it used to about five years ago and other than the fact that the windows are too small (laughs) like and it's not bright enough down here like I could make it a home down here and it would be okay but then I'm still living in the expectations of my family. Mm -hmm. and the expectations that they have of me are not realistic to who I authentically am and so rather than me stepping in my authenticity I've been playing in their expectations projections and judgments for too long and now I'm like no this is not happening anymore like I kind of know who I am but I also don't but I'm looking forward to that discovery and I don't think I would have had a fullest discovery of who I am until I came here to do the clearing work that I promised my at a soul level to do. And I've been able to really shift by the dynamics with my mom. And we've had some really interesting conversations where even though she's not like she doesn't necessarily proclaim proclaim to be spiritual or witchy or any of that, like she's she's more awake than than her generation is. So it's actually become kind of fun. So it's been an interesting journey, that's for sure. And going through all of the stuff in in my room and storage and processing all of my childhood journals that I've found and then the vision board that I found and realizing how much of my life is not even mine and my story that I've been telling myself for so long is not even mine like my goodness it's going to be nice to like finally close all of those chapters out and let my soul story my mission step forward
0: yeah that's going to be so awesome Mm -hmm. it's coming
1: oh I can feel it and I think that's like matches with the collective energy right like where I've been dancing in this idea since 2016 of being like working in the wellness industry as some kind of like fitness coach, but I didn't wanna go after a personal training certification. I'm, I'm actually done taking schoolwork. Like I don't, I'm just done. Like, I don't know that I fully agree with the requirement for certifications for things because if I'm teaching intuition, you can't certify that. Like, how do you certify that? How do you quantify something that you can't physically quantify? Like if I'm teaching someone how to tap into their body, and listen to what their body is telling them versus what a personal trainer is telling them like i don't necessarily need a piece of paper that says i'm certified like mm-hmm. i can give you guidance and i can teach you but my actual ultimate goal is to help others feel strong in their sovereignty and knowing that like maybe this is an area in which i'm not like my client may not be well versed in so i have the knowledge and fitness and nutrition enough that i can give guidance but not prescribe anything which i'm not going to do like that's not the point of it like the point is to get you to bring you back to your intuition but in order for me to be able to teach that i have to embody it Mm -hmm. so only in the last little while have i started to like really amplify my my asks with my body and i'm like hey you guys like guides body get louder like tell me what's going on but like don't manifest pain to the point where it's screaming at me because that's not what i mean by getting louder (laughs) Let's, let's tone that down a little bit, like give me the awareness so that I know what to clear and, and how to approach things, but it's it's been an interesting uh, year, that's for sure. <laughs> so I, I kind of look at like what I've been trying to do for the last, since 2016-ish, and all of the experiences that I've had, none of it is my sole mission, but all of it informs my sole mission.
0: That's true. So. I love that idea. And I think the same could be said on my end, too, because I think a lot of the stuff that I've been going through and, like, not even going through, but, like, learning about and, like, you know, tracking into before I even knew what tracking was, you know, and just expanding that knowledge, I think a lot of it had, like, that same kind of thing to do with in the sense of, like, it's all gotten me to where I am now and where I'm heading, right? So it's just... I don't know, 2022 is going to be a fantastic year. I'm calling it now for myself. I can't guarantee for the collective, but.
1: (laughs) Well, I feel like our listeners could also tap into that trajectory because I think that they maybe need someone to throw them a bone, you know? And I think that more people need to recognize that they need to take a look at the potentially highest timeline and hold that vision because the more of us that hold that vision the faster it manifests right and yes it might take a little while it might be a little wonky-donky for a couple more years but it doesn't have to feel like you're walking through hell we've already walked through hell for two years i have definitely walked through hell for two years that's what it felt like internally and it doesn't have to be that way and i almost feel like that's another layer of like self-punishment in a way where it's like well you have to do this to experience that well but what if it was easier? I've never really done that universal ask, you know? I never really thought it was a possibility and until recently. So what would it take for like what I need to drop in and to be cleared with ease rather than with chaos? Like what does that actually look like? And, and how can my guides speak even louder to me? And I mean, they already do, <laughs> especially my Pleiadian aspect. She's loud AF, it's great. <laughs> it's so great. I actually have a little crew of Pleiadian friends, <laughs> which are also some of them are human friends incarnate here too so it's pretty cool me yeah yeah <laughs> there's one too there's four or five of us now so
0: it's just it's so funny that like i mean i i have not yet tapped into my galactic bridge so i don't quite um quite have the awareness of it as much as you do but i have been told that i am hanging out with you guys in the Pleiades. so
1: <laughs> yeah i'm i'll take it it's a fun time out there it's such a fun. And you know, it's interesting, like, um, so uh, one, one of the things I discovered when I was cleaning out my basement was like, I did this project in grade five on the constellations and it actually got me a, a bronze medal at the science fair, which was pretty cool. One of my first like major impactful achievements. And I had done these art pages with the constellations and I had uh, put on these little glow in the dark stickers and I did the major... Uh, northern hemisphere constellations that you can see like Orion and Cassiopeia and a couple others and then all of the zodiacs but I have Pleiades in there and like that's not something that we necessarily ever talk about but it's like it's interesting to me that I was like it's just like the it it reminds me of the Big Dipper shape a little bit because of the way it it is together and it's like it's interesting that I was drawn to it even at such a young age before I had any awareness at all of Starseed galactic bridging none of that like to me it was just aliens and humans you know and I would lay out in the uh, 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 look at the night sky in the evening with my friends or with my mom when I was a kid and in the backyard back when our streetlights weren't the disgusting LEDs that they are now that kill your darkness and yeah. um, you know you could actually see for a long time uh, what was in the sky and I was often drawn to that constellation long before I ever had any awareness of what it even was and it's just it's just kind of funny to me. It's like an aspect of self was kind of chuckling, you know. And even I, I think a grade six project I did a project on crystals. So like clearly, clearly I'm on the path. Like clearly I've been woo since I was little.
0: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> wow, that's amazing.
1: Those projects I kept. I didn't burn those because they're funny.
0: <laughs> well, I would hope so. Those yeah, are good those ones are I definitely next.
1: kept. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, anything to say to wrap up our little episode here. Any Mm. final words of wisdom? (laughs) Just two more weeks, you guys. (laughs) Two more weeks to flatten the curve. Uh. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Two more
1: weeks to clear your chaos and not make it feel like chaos. And if you want help with it, reach out to one of us, whichever one of us you're called to. We would love to help you in a session. That's what we're here for. That's Mm -hmm. why we're walking through this shit in advance, you know, like the, one of the coaching things that I was always told is like, you don't have to be, you don't have to be completely healed. You just have to be a step ahead of of your clients. Right. And sometimes you guys as a client get to clear with us too, which I think is actually a really cool aspect of healing that was even introduced to me back in my Reiki days where Sometimes your client's gonna bring things to you that are a mirror and you realize like, whoa, I'm walking this path too. And then together you come to an awareness and it's healing for both of you. And that's what's really, really beautiful about that energy exchange. So yeah. We're getting there, you guys. You get we're getting there.
0: Yeah. Ditto. I'll just say that. All the bad jokes. (laughs) Yeah. I just I don't know. I think like I said earlier, if you can just take maybe even 10 minutes of your day to sit and be in the realm of possibility and like what else is available or possible for you and just dream, you know, play in that energy, you know, even if it's just ridiculous, you never know when something might actually be true. Right. So that's what I would say. I'll leave it there with that one.
1: Oh, I love love it.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in and listening to this episode today um we are i don't know still aiming to get this out on monday every monday mm-hmm. so yeah yeah absolutely i think so far we've done really good
1: yeah and i know we have a, i have a few listeners that are personal like close friends of mine that are like eager and messaging me like have you dropped the episode yet it's so just so cute and i absolutely love so definitely yeah. a huge shout out and lots of love to all of our listeners and if you are liking what you're hearing please share the episode, put it into your social media, let people know that you're listening, let them know that it's what it is that you've gotten out of these episodes. And also, when you are on our Instagram page, drop in the comments, what are some topics that you would like us to talk about? Because we are always looking for ideas.
0: Yeah, send me is, or I was gonna say send me DM, send us a DM, right? Yeah, you know, let us know what it is that you're interested in hearing about. Otherwise, we just pick our own topics and kind of go from there.
1: Which is also cool. But (laughs) I like I like exploring other people's ideas too. So,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, awesome. awesome. Um, so you guys can find us individually at uh, for me it's at Heal with Erin Mindy on Facebook and Instagram. Um, yeah. You can also hit me up on my website at erinmindy.ca. And, yeah. and you can
1: find me at Elevate with Carol Sky on Facebook and Instagram, and my website is just carolsky.ca. Which was just updated. So go check it out.
0: <laughs> Yay. Awesome. So, with that, we will, I guess, again, I keep wanting to say see you guys all later, but you'll listen to us all later. Bye. Bye. Bye.